0: I'm a Gemini, um, but I'm on the cusp of Taurus, um, so I'm very close. Um, Thanks so much to both Frida and Cam. Uh, I think they've really given context for what I wanted to uh, present. Okay, so um, I knew that I was doing this talk for a little while because I'm one of the organizers of the the HAL Festival, and I knew that there was this panel and that I was going to be speaking on it, but to be honest, I hadn't prepared because I was very busy doing all that work um, to get the festival actually running so i had no idea what i was going to say until uh, this morning Uh, (laughs) but at the same time uh, i think what's really nice is how uh, both frida and cam have sort of contextualized something that i wanted to bring up and be like oh it's cool art is not about objects but they've already pretty much very well demonstrated that Um, but i just want to expand upon the idea of the social relations that are formed through artistic practice and how i see that as 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 the real you know not if, if not the goal the real process um, I had asked uh, uh, last night at at, uh, at our, our last performance with uh, Jason Blackbird Selman, I've asked him a question about how, you know, he's a, he's a poet, a spoken word artist, musician. Um, he writes about sort of uh, black diaspora in Canada in that context. He also writes a lot about love. Um, and I had asked him uh, just a brief question because I wanted to see how he, who I don't think he would ever, you know, necessarily define himself as an activist, um, saw this sort of relationship be- between art and activism, you know? Uh, he, uh, and this is shortly after he had performed a, a poem about uh, the killings in Ferguson or the killing in Ferguson. Um, And he responded in this sort of idea of just that this, this is the, this is just like, he didn't want, he's like, I didn't want to write about Ferguson, but how, how could I not? This is just the air that I breathe. And as a, as a person, you know, this is how I respond to the world. So he wrote a poem and got it out there and did that sort of work. Um, but I like that he wasn't thinking about it in an activist context because I find, uh, I've been more and more finding that word in itself is, is, is difficult to engage with. Um, and even the word artist, as Frida's really brought up, you know, you have artists as in the high artists that are in the museums and the biennales, and you have, you know, uh, the 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 children that, uh, you know, Cam is working with in the community centers. So again, these are just really kind of vacuous words when it actually comes down to it. Um, so all that being said, uh, yeah, I didn't want to actually talk about any of my work, um, and I just sort of wanted to talk <laughs> uh, about some things. Um, so earlier on in the week, uh, Stefan had posted this photo that you see up here of a helicopter in the sky, um, and it's, uh, it sort of brought back to my attention that it's been uh, 15 years since uh, the uh, anti fda protests in Quebec City. So some of you um, may remember that, some of you may have heard about that. I know that Sarah remembers that, um, I remember that, um, Stefan remembers that. And um, what was interesting is seeing this photo and the, the brief blurb that, uh, that Stefan had written alongside it on Facebook, um, it sparked this sort of profound activist nostalgia um, <laughs> and this profound sort of feeling and sentiment and emotion and sadness and energy at the same time. Um, and a connection to a past and a connection to a history. And this whole narrative started spinning in my head just from seeing this one photo on Facebook and it sort of triggered these memories and these feelings. And and, in all my experience of art, that's sort of the same thing. So this photo, which I don't know if Stefan considers art or not, um, had that effect. And I just wanted to sort of use that as a starting point to see how you know we're not talking about art existing within a privileged space but just how certain things can trig- trigger real emotions real reflections and a, conti- a continuation within our own lives and our w- and within our own struggle um that triggered me to post some photos that i had from my like super old website like it's tiny it's from 1990 something when i first built it um and of course, this is 2001, and to post some of my own photos, and then uh, it triggered this nice photo that was actually uh, a large format print that uh, my friend Karen had made from from the protest. And I just thought I, I, I started sharing them, and other people started sharing them, and it wasn't quite as popular as prints, but it was it was pretty popular, you know. Like uh, it was, people were sharing. I saw lots of friends of mine, you know, posting their own photos from 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 the protest, and and again, it sort of brought together this idea of like. These are the reasons why I think we, we we do these things and these processes, and it's not really about the objects, it's not really about the photo itself, but it is about the social relations that are formed through struggle together and through through creation together. Um, so this is just uh, the, the poster, the old-school poster from the Carnival Against Capitalism. It uh, always makes me smile. Uh, there's fire and stuff, it's great. Um, that was the other thing it just sparked all these conversations and I, f- I don't remember who it was that was saying it but r- their, their reflections of like driving 36 hours straight from Winnipeg to come to Quebec City um, myself coming from Toronto uh, so yeah it was really it made me feel really, really warm and fuzzy and really emotional inside and like I think that's what art is supposed to do maybe um, I was really my own experience in Quebec City was quite special um, and uh, I was there I mean this was sort of I would say it wasn't the the beginning of my militancy but it was definitely something that catalyzed my militancy and my uh, sort of political art practice. Um and I was really lucky that at that time Concordia was really fucking badass and radical. Um and our, um, our design department at that time. Um and this is funny because I'm seeing John here who I w- was in that design department with and uh Jason who was my student at the in that design department. Um and uh the differences between then and now, but... <laughs> 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 uh, and, uh, yeah, so at that point, um, actually, we, before, um, before the mobilization, a couple of months before the mobilization in April, um, Concordia's design department had actually invited um, an amazingly important uh, political graphic design group from France called Neu um and uh, Image Populaires to come um, and to prepare for, for the summit. Um, so they came and they produced a ton of materials, uh, working with students, working with community members, working with activists in the Concordia cord- space, um, screen printing materials, etc. Um, I wasn't there for that preparatory meeting, but I was there uh, at the actual demo. So I was there with my 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 profs on um, the front lines in Quebec City, and that was a really formative experience for me. And also, I got to meet you know, the people behind this amazing, uh, you know, artist group from, from France who had come come to do this. And I mean, if you look at this image imagery now, I'm sure uh, it it there's reflections upon how that carries through into, you know, the 2012 strike. I mean, if we look at the Rêve <laughs> General poster, the Utopis de these are designs that Gérard Paris Clavel did, uh, you know, 20 years ago, but then they were re-referenced in 2012 during the strike. So again, the sort of role and purpose of art Um, This is uh, one of the key projects um, that I I like to to think back on that was done at Concordia during that time. And so this is in 2001, for for those that uh, weren't aware. Um, It was called The Gift of Masks. Um, And I I looked it up online this morning. Like I said, I prepared uh, just this morning. Um, And what was really kind of sad, but also kind of reinforced my thinking about Uh, about what i was trying to say is that i only found really low resolution sort of images online i couldn't really find any good photos of this project um i could have if i had a bit more time i would have reached out to some of the people i collaborated with like tony credlin who's in the bottom photo there he's screen screen printing at concordia um or actually no i think that's someone's home um but uh yeah the fact that you know 2001 yes it is a long time ago but there's there's nothing online that documents this aside from an mit paper that you can't have access to um, unless you pay twenty five dollars. So I didn't pay twenty five dollars because you know whatever. But uh, I think what it made me think of is that these images are are so ephemeral. Yet at the same time, it's it's not so. M- it the object itself acts as such a trigger for all the things that unfold afterwards and through it. Um, yet at the same time, the object itself is definitely not the you know it's it, it, it's not the the center. Um, and uh, in the in this project of the gift of masks, uh, there was a sort of call out for participation and a call out for proposals, and it sort of it's got the romantic. La- it's a it's a quote from the Zapatistas, who you know, uh, um, again, you know, '90s to early 2000s, and how influential the Zapatista movement was, and in the face of sort of an anti-globalization context, and and really the sort of internationalism of it, um, but like the Zapatistas as well, and the language that they used really was something that, that inspired me and, and uh, developed my own poetic practice and my own artistic practice. Um, and this was um, the text that was on the call-out. Um, and it says, We will remain faceless because refuse we refuse the spectacle of celebrity, because we are everyone. Because the carnival beckons, because the world is upside down, because we are everywhere. By wearing masks, we show that who we are is not as important as what we want. And what we want is everything for everyone. So that's like super nineties n- you know nostalgia right there for <laughs> for some of you the this sort of blatant ideological uh poetry of the zapatistas and I think it speaks to this idea of anonymity it speaks to the idea of like the 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 you know the the non necessity of authorship and ownership of art um it speaks to the power of anonymity and it speaks to the power of sort of collective struggles and um it was really something that I think that catalyzed my thinking at the time. Uh, at the same time as the, the strike, uh, as, as the protest. Um, and so jumping far ahead, uh, I just sort of wanted to keep touching on this idea. This is the only piece of work that I've done that I'll show, but I wanted to, to speak about it more as, again, an example of, as I think Cam was really eloquently um, describing, you know, uh, as 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 a sort of object that materializes process or, in or creates process out of itself. Um, and so this is a poster I did back in uh, 2008, 9, 10, sometime I, th- I, don't, I don't know. Uh, Gaza's been bombed too many times, so unfortunately I don't remember all the dates. Um, this was done in 2008 then. Um, and it was done because uh, I had met this person a little while back called uh, Stefan Christoph. And uh, he had come to a launch party of another project that I was doing with John, um, who I'd met, you know, back in the struggle in 2001. Um, and I was doing a project with John that had some poetry in it, and I was working at a place where uh, where my my boss was uh, a Lebanese uh, creative director, and he happened to be back in Lebanon when Beirut was being uh, uh, when Lebanon was being you know, uh, uh, under siege and and, and attacked. Um, he had sent back texts to to us um, that were really, really poignant, these sort of really just poetic short statements that he could about, like, how much battery power he had left in his laptop, how he really wanted us to send something out to the world, how he really wanted us to get things out there. Um, and they're really, really beautiful texts, and we included that in the zine that John and I were doing. Um, somehow, I don't know how exactly, Stefan had picked up that zine, um, ended up at a loft party and uh, yeah, we sat down on the couch and talked about certain things. And he, you know, he's like, "Hey, why don't you design a poster for 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 this?" Um, and so I was like, "Yeah, for sure." So we did this poster together, and and from that point, um, have started so many other projects, um, including howl and to see, you know, um, that this is these are the material objects that that create that. Uh, and this is so this is a project called Duets for Abdul Razik um, with that uh, Stefan plays on with uh, many many other musicians. Um, some of you may know it. Um, But I think the important picture, it's a beautiful, beautiful design by Nazik um, and uh, screen printed by Jesse and cut and folded in my kitchen. Um, (laughs) And so this is just a photo of how kind of bad we were at cutting things and 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 gluing things at the time. Um, We've gotten a lot better. I think our process has improved. yeah, uh, but I think I, w- I just like this image a lot. It really means a lot to me, um, and it means a lot to me in terms of talking about really the the sort of I, I don't want to say it's a purpose because it's just the process, and it's a continual process of of making this work. And this work sort of there's no like 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 to reflect back on what uh, Jason Blackbird Selman was saying um, last night. It's just it's the air you breathe, you know. And so I don't really see it as like okay, this is my activist work, this is my artist's work, and I'm gonna reflect on this issue. It's just it's it's the environment, and this shows very much how much I think it's, imbricated into our environment. You know, um, this is just a poster, uh, uh, an image from some howl events, uh, from some of the posters that I designed, and and also just I think the the photo Fai Tian, and again just to speak of the members of the community that have sort of collaborated together to make these things happen. Um, I think the lighting is really nice in this photo. Um, which brings us to uh, last year's uh, festival poster. Um, And I just wanted to speak a little bit about it because, again, we're talking about material objects and the sort of reflection in that sort of social practice. So just the ideas behind doing this poster um, and its evolution into this year's poster um, was looking at all the events that we had done as HAL. We'd done quite a lot, even though the festival was only in its second year, we'd done a lot of events. And... um, you can see that it's sort of a fragment in the collage of uh, very many different things. And uh, these were all sort of excerpts from from some of the events we had done. So from during the student strike, our collaboration with École de la Montagne Rouge, um, some other poster designs for previous concerts. And the idea was really to use a sort of fragmentary collage approach to really, um, to, to sort of almost showcase the invisible labor that happens. And I think that's something that, you know, when Cam is talking about Necessity to, to you know step take a step back and, and really properly organize um, I think a lot of that labor that she has done for for DSA and a lot of the labor that you know Other people are doing for all their various causes is invisibilized So the idea with this was really to create a material object that sort of visualized the amount of stuff that had been done and not to give it an over importance But to actually show through the object itself um, That just amount of, of, of work there's four four different designs with like four different collages of all the different stuff and that was only a small fraction you know Um, through uh, the howl project um, (laughs) look it's me talking (laughs) 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 Um, so through (laughs) I'm gonna do the same Um, can we do yeah that's pretty funny Uh (laughs) um so I just wanted to talk a little bit about, and just to bring wrap, wrap this together, this is actually me in Australia, where I was lucky enough to be then uh, in 2014. Yeah, 14. Um, and uh, I was there uh, as part of another another group that I work with uh, called MemeFest, which is the International Festival for Radical Communication. And I was invited there to work with uh, the Brisbane Aboriginal Sovereign Embassy, um, among other uh, Aboriginal groups there. Um, it was a really intense workshop. It was really, really amazing. But what I want to talk about is actually just before taking off on that insane flight to Australia, um, you know, I had met some, some people um, through some of the projects that Howell had done. Um, again, I don't remember dates or times, so but I remember an activist out there and, and going out and having a smoke and, and talking to some people and then coming back in and then talking to some people again and then stopping by Cam's place uh, on uh, Saint Denis, like a couple of days before I was leaving on the flight and being like, listen, this is going to be really awesome. We want to bring some DSA stuff to to Australia um, to to show solidarity with people there and also to, to create these these connections, which we're already starting to build between the Brisbane Aboriginal Sovereign Embassy and some uh, um, indigenous activists here. So. This is really cool. This, pi- this picture makes me really, really happy. That's uh, uh, Jade and Chrissy Lee from the Brisbane Aboriginal Southern Embassy. Some really, really tough, badass sisters that do amazing work um, in, in Melbourne and in... Oh, sorry, in Brisbane and in Melbourne. Um, and they're holding the uh, decolonize uh, patch that was uh, part of the DSA project here. Um, and also obviously a, a, a Mohawk medallion that was also gifted to them um, when uh, when uh, Bo was here uh, who's Jade's partner working on other projects so it was really it was a really special moment for me to give it to them I think it was really nice to send that picture to, to you and Zola um, and I, I again I think is trying to illustrate that social part of the process and how those how those solidarities are really the the key those feelings, those feels, those that love, is really what we're trying to get at with, with the work that we're doing, you know? And it's not about the objects or how perfectly the patch is printed or things like that. Um, and then I was in uh, Quebec City, uh, helping my uh, partner uh, do some research on, uh, on um, for her master's, and we happened to be in the uh, the Museum of Civilization in Quebec, and there was an exhibition, I don't remember its title, anymore um and then we were just walking through and we were looking at the exhibition and then it had some footage of like demonstrations from 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 australia and then i noticed that i don't know it's probably p- too small for you to recognize but i also then it, i saw this you know in the museum of civilization in quebec city completely randomly um that uh Christy lee was on the on the front lines uh, right behind the the aboriginal flag there so this is Christy lee who i met and this is Christy lee in the museum um which is kind of weird, but uh, <laughs> but it was really cool too. Um, and I think it, yeah, just to to, to illustrate the point of, of these connections between the social networks um, and the sort of the work that is being done by activist communities across the world. Um, which finally brings me to a little collaboration that I was working on a little while back with uh, myself and uh, Zola. And uh, that process would not have happened, I don't think, if there hadn't been this part of this process, or this part of this process, or this part of this process. I hope the the point is made that uh, I think the the work that we're doing, you know, often gets uh, disappeared by by, um, a sort of infatuation or a focus on the objects themselves too much. And what I really wanted to pull out, and I think um, other people have pulled out, is that that's not really what it's about. So uh, thank you.